Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny what is up guys sophie here back with another topic if you are new then don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my content and also don't forget to check the description box because i always put a lot of stuff in there such as my christian manifestation guide which you can go down in the description box to get so what we are going to be talking about today is how you can have peace in the midst of famine so i posted a uh, instagram um the other day yesterday and i posted this quote about how you can have peace in the midst of famine and basically what that means is that the whole world could be going to crap as we know 2020 was not the best year we don't know what the future holds. we might still have a lot of not best years so the world could be going to crap but ultimately how can you feast or how can you be prosperous or abundant or not full of you know anxiety in the middle of everything going wrong around you and so basically what I was saying as I was reading the bible is that I was drawn back to the story of Joseph because Joseph literally you know, there was a famine and God gave him all these specific instructions on what to do in order to survive the famine. Otherwise, everybody would have been dead. So I guess my point that I'm trying to say is that, you know, we have to always consult God in every move that we're making. I have a spirit on discernment and I will leave that down um, in the description box. But ultimately, we have to know that this is an aspect of faith that we believe that God can bring us through in some way, shape or form, even if it doesn't seem seem like it to everybody else or it doesn't seem like it to the outside world so let's talk about some tips on how you can be able to do that so first if you are familiar with the story of Joseph just to give you a lot of back uh, um, background Joseph family had sold him into slavery or his brothers did because they were jealous that he was going to be exalted or whatever and so during this time in which he was serving as a slave in Egypt he was charged for falsely accused for rape then he ended up in the dungeon um this is where we're going to pick up. And I also have a bigger, a longer video on Joseph if you want to know, and I will leave it down in the description box. So, so at this point, Pharaoh was having dreams that he felt God was trying to tell him something basically. And nobody in the entire place could interpret these dreams. But then he heard about Joseph in the middle of the dungeon and overnight, literally, I'm going to read Genesis 4:14, so you can kind of get a feel for what I'm saying. So Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they hurriedly brought him out of the dungeon. And when Joseph shaved himself and changed his clothes, making himself presentable, he came to Pharaoh. So basically what my point is, is that you don't know how God can change your circumstances just like that and overnight, because literally Joseph was sitting in the dungeon and now he's like standing before Pharaoh. So never get so discouraged with the outside world thinking like, dang, I'm in this bad situation now, or this has happened, or, or I have fear for the future for this to happen. But at the end of the day, you don't know that. You don't know what the next moment or the next second brings and you don't know that each opportunity is an opportunity for God to exalt you and your responsibility is to trust. Just like Joseph was in the dungeon, just like before that he was working as a slave and he was sold into slavery and he was he came from a rich family and now he had to be a slave. He still had faith and he still worked diligently onto the Lord and it was years before he finally got caught out of that. But that's one of the things when we say that we have to be content and have faith, 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 that's what that is is that we have faith that our circumstances aren't necessarily
necessarily what they are looking like. And there are things that are working specifically behind the scenes in order to help us out. We see that specifically with Joseph, that even though he was in the dungeon, that is where he met the two people where he interpreted their dreams. And one of those people end up telling Pharaoh about Joseph. And that's how he got caught out of the dungeon. So you have to believe that every place that you're in, that somehow things are, are working out so that you could still have a feast in the mem- in the middle of your famine. So now basically I'm going to get into once Joseph was called in front of Pharaoh, right? One of the things that he did was that he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams, but I need y'all to understand the magnitude in which he interpreted um, Pharaoh's dreams because it wasn't just like, oh, He said, God said there's going to be a famine. No, because this is how you feast in the middle of a famine, right? Is that God gives you specific steps, exactly what you need to do in order to be safe from the famine. Yes, the famine might still be coming, but if God is giving you specific directions and you're not, and you're choosing not to act on them, then you can't necessarily blame God for, oh, I'm in the middle of the famine when he was telling you to make preparations beforehand. And I will actually put my video um down in the description box about when God says move, because it's like when he says move, you need to move. And you have to understand that if you don't move or if you rest on every if you sit around resting and God is trying to give you signs, then ultimately you might be stuck in the famine. But here is this, here is, um, Genesis 33 through 36. So now let Pharaoh prepare ahead and cook for a man discerning and clear headed wise and set him in charge over the land of Israel as governed under Pharaoh. Let Pharaoh take action to appoint seers and overseers of the land and set aside one fifth of the entire land, Egypt in the seven years of abundance. Let them gather. And I know you like Sophia, you read all this to me, but yes, cause this is how specific God will give you a plan. I need y'all to hear this. Let them gather as a tax all of the fifth of the food and these days, yes, that are coming and store up the grain under the direction of authority of Pharaoh and let guard the food in the cities. That food shall be put in storage and reserved for the land against the seven years of famine and hunger, which will occur in the land of Egypt so that the land and the people will not be ravaged during the famine. Boom. Boom, y'all, because in this, and I know I get hyped, but I need y'all to see how much can be taken in such a small Bible verse, right? Because imagine there was seven years of famine. If the timing wasn't right, then they might've had not enough food. But my point is, is that the reason why it happens in that we don't necessarily attribute these little things to coincidences is because specifically the timing had to be right. They had to do every, each entire one of these steps exactly according to plan but so that they would have enough food or else they were going to be starving somewhere. But see, my point is that is how much you have to be in tune with God. That is how much you have to be able to talk one-on-one with him, right? So that you are able to hear these instructions because if you hear any instructions wrong, if he said there are going to be two years of famine when there was really seven years of famine, if you gave half of the instructions or you are not able to follow what God is telling you, or you too lazy, or maybe you just don't want to, then understand this is what compromises your feast during the famine. So now let's get into after this because, you know, he, um, uh, Joseph was just interpreting the dream. Like he was just doing what God told him to do, interpret the dream. And then all of a sudden in, um, Genesis 41, 38. So Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this is equal to Joseph in whom is divine of spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, 
since your spirit has shown you all of this, there is no one as discerning and as clear headed and as wise as you are. You shall have my house and all my people. You will govern them according to your word and pay respects to you with reverence and submission and obedience. This is the blessed. This is the the feast that is coming down. This is why I'm reading this to y'all. It goes on, but this is the feast. Only in matters of the throne will I be greater in Egypt than Pharaoh said to Joseph. See, I have set you a charge of all of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet, signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and dressed him in an official vestment of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And so, I mean, it's just all of this, right? So basically when it came to Joseph, he was basically ahead of Pharaoh except for matters of the throne, which basically means that Pharaoh was a figurehead, right? <laughs> and so, but that's my point is that homeboy was in the dungeon. That is famine, right? Which was his own personal famine because everybody else was not experiencing it in the dungeon. But then he caught, got caught out to avoid an actual famine which was the whole world was going to go to crap so i i have a, a video on when god puts you through the wilderness season and i'll put that down there but if you ever notice that there are specific times in your life in which god will isolate an individual away from the public so that he can test you and and it's like and the reason why is because once you kind of coming out the dungeon and you've been a slave nothing can really scare you right and so it's like imagine if joseph had not gone through what he gone through and he got caught in front of Pharaoh and he was all panicky and didn't know what to do but he was kind of chill just for the simple fact of the hardship that he had gone through and his trust and his relationship that he built with God during those places telling him which way to go and so yeah now that I'm interpreting a dream for you and if you actually read the Bible verse it says that it, when Pharaoh said I heard you can interpret dreams Joseph was like no I can't God interprets dreams and he speaks through me he was confident in that and the reason why is because you see that he gives him a detailed plan on how how to feast in the middle of a famine that we're not going to sit and pay attention to what is going on. God will tell you what to do beforehand. He will tell you how to avoid obstacles. He will tell you what to do and how to do it, but you have to be willing to obviously listen to him. And more importantly, you need to have that relationship so that you can actually hear from him. How are you going to hear from somebody that you don't even know? So really that's the important part in all of this. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. That is all I have to say. Thank you guys so much for watching and I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye, guys.